Hello and welcome to FEC Talk. This is Tim with FECTalk.com. And this is the podcast that brings you everything you need to know about the exciting world of family entertainment. Join us as we explore the latest trends and innovations in redemption games, merchandisers, laser tag, bowling, virtual reality, and other attractions. We take a deep dive into the world of family entertainment centers, bowling alleys, skate rinks, water parks, and other venues, providing expert insights into the industry news, interviews with professionals, and in-depth reviews of the latest products. Whether you're an operator looking for the next great piece to put on the streets in your bars and pizzerias, or if you're a FEC owner looking for the greatest redemption games, FEC Talk is your go-to resource for everything related to the amusement and entertainment industry. So let's get started and explore the exciting world of family entertainment. So today we're going to talk about August 2023 top 25 by machine. <clears throat> so this will be another quick podcast. I just want to go through August top 25 and compare it to July top 20, 25. So number 25 was Dizzy Chicken by Baytech. A staple piece, something that you see in fun centers all across the world. I don't know that it's available anymore, but if you could find one, you should get it because it's a steady eddy and it's going to earn wealth for you. It's an attractive piece. It's a large footprint, but very good. Number 24 is Blackbeard's Bounty, three-player pusher by Elote. It's a, it's a good pusher. It's just people love the Wizard of Oz theme a little bit better. 23 is Minecraft Dungeons Arcade by Raw Thrills. So as many of you I'm sure have seen, the shine is starting to dull a little bit on the Minecraft Dungeons Arcade. There are so many of them out there, people are just getting a little fatigue from them. And Raw Thrills will have another series of cards and try to breathe new life into it. But that game is on its downward spiral. Beautiful piece. Looks like a great centerpiece. But it just it's just not going to do it anymore. Number 22 is Zoocatcher by Coast to Coast. Now this could be really any crane that you want to do. What I do is I have the Zoocatcher with various 2-inch rubber animals or different things that I want to put in there. They could be rubber aliens, rubber cars. There's just a myriad of things that I put in there that are the 2-inch rubber offerings by a a Global or Rhode Island Novelty. A lot of fun there. So you could use any kind of crane for that. Number 20, 21 
is Ticket Time by Smart. And that's the RFID version. So it's just little little uh, ticket rolls with an RFID sticker on there that automatically pays them their tickets. So I don't have to worry about it other than filling it from the bucket inside. Number 20 is Monster Drop by Benchmark Games. And it's just a dual one. It isn't the real big one. It's just the standard. And it's always done good for us. It's a Steady Eddie too. Number 19 is King Kong of Skull Island VR by Raw Thrills. It's been a good piece for us. It's paid for itself and it's been doing good for us. We haven't had a whole lot of issues with it compared to a lot of people, but we bought it later in the game. I'm not one to jump all over these kind of things, so I did a lot of research and went with it after they fixed the cable issues and the headset issues. Number 18 is Tower of Tickets by Baytech. Another great piece. And it's a four-player. And it's it was a corroborative effort between Baytech, Elout, and Frank Zaninsky. So, interesting piece. Very good. If you're going to get it, get the Tower of Tickets reload if you have cards. And do not get the troll version of it. Because girls will play the troll version of it, but boys will not. Boys and girls will both play Tower of Tickets, the standard version. So keep that in mind. Don't get lured into buying the troll version. Unless you got Girl Scout conventions over and over again, then maybe it would make sense. Number 17 is Fishbowl Frenzy with the Progressive Jackpot. You don't have the progressive jackpot update on that you need to get it it's going to breathe new life into this game and you're going to love it and so are your guests this is made by team play it is a great game and this is some it's it's huge it's heavy and it's a big footprint but it's worth it it's a great piece people love it number 16 is nerf arcade by raw thrills and it's just a shooting game with the ticket aspect to it. It's a great game. Number 15 is Duck Catcher by Coast to Coast. Now what I exclusively do is I put two inch ducks in this one. I get them from ANA Global, Rhode Island Novelty, and SNB Candy and Toy. So just ducks. That's all I put in there. Di just different types of ducks. And what I do with the Zoo Catcher and the Duck Catcher is I have six inch ducks and six inch animals that if you get a puck and I use one from Tower of Tickets with a label I made on it take it to redemption and you can turn it in for a six inch duck or six inch animal and that makes people just buy these things non-stop they will buy a hundred dollars worth of two inch ducks to get one six inch duck it's just the nature of the beast. Number 14 is Ticket Ring by Smart Industries. Ticket Ring is an awesome game. And it is a game that every fun center should have. There's no excuse for it. Because this thing is going to make you money hand over fist. And this is going to be one of the cheapest games you could buy right now. Ticket Ring by Smart. Number 13 is Monster Crane by Smart Industries. 
Now any large crane will work and what I do is I put big ticket hoops in it with a average 1000 ticket value and do it for $5 a vend and it is not play till you win. But we do make it very, the claw strength very high so sometimes they may win two or three and sometimes they don't win any. It just depends on the skill of the user. But it's very popular. Number 12 is Route 66 by St. Louis Games. And what we have in there is 5-inch neon balls. A variety of 5-inch neon balls from ANA Global. And we put black lights in that crane. And it really makes it pop and people go crazy over it. Black light, folks, is not just a thing of the 70s and early 80s. It is relevant today. Number 11 is SpongeBob Pineapple Arcade by Endemiro. And I don't care what anybody says about this game. This game has made money hand over fist. It printed money for us forever. And look at it. It's still at number 11 after all these years. So I will never say a bad thing about Spongebob Pineapple Arcade. Great game. Did it have problems in the beginning? Sure, but who cares? We went, we plowed through them, and that game just raked it in. Number 10. I just talked about this in a previous podcast, Whack and Win by Ice. This is, like I said, it's a creeper. This thing is an unsung hero. It's a steady eddy when it's not creeping up the, the list. It's amazing. So... It was on number 9 in July, but number 10 in August, so it's simmering down a little bit, but then it'll creep back up the list. Love games like this. Whack and Win. It's an old game, but Ice still produces them, so you can still get them brand new. Great piece. Highly recommend it. Number 9, Wizard of Oz by Elout. This one is one I'm phasing out. I know it's hard to believe that I'm doing so, and it's actually not in the Bavarian Inn Fun Center anymore. I actually traded one in and I sent one to our shopping center. But to make room for the new. Out with the old, in with the new. So Wizard of Oz was number 7 in July. It's number 9 in August. Number 8. Flintstones Quarry by Elout. Now this is a closed loop system by Elout, and I love this game. It does really well, and it's earned its space for sure. And Flintstones was number six in July, and it's dropped down to number eight for August. Number seven is another ticket ring by Smart. The ticket ring by Smart Industries is something, like I said earlier, you got to have two of them in your fun center because people when it gets real busy they're going to line up and they're going to be waiting to play it you don't want people waiting to play it you want two of them in there at least and let people play them at the same time they're cheap games and they make money hand over fist there's no doubt about it so number six is rick and morty by lai obviously i did some uh a podcast real recently on that one and that one 
was actually in the top 25 last month, but it was only in there for two weeks. It was number 12 for July. So it shot up to number six for August. And it's a closed loop system by LEI Games with the Rick and Morty theme. And it's got a lot of depth to it. And it's got color. It really attracts the eye. It, it pays a little high. And there's a couple issues with it I'm hoping to get worked out. I'm sure LAI is well aware of it. Where the chips get caught up and then the, the marbles in the back kind of fall into the machine. So we'll see where we go from there. But I'm going to keep a good eye on Rick and Morty by LAI Games. Because look at that. Number six. Very good. Number five is a very large piece. Worth it if you got the room. It's Gumdrop by Jet Games. It's, you know, I'm trying not to be punny here, but Gumdrop is eye candy. Beautiful piece. Look it up. It's a well worth it. It's like a modern version of Spaceballs. They, so Spaceballs started out, it's all mechanical with a screen up top. Then they made Ocean Pearls, which is a video game version of it. And then they made Gumdrop. Gumdrop's a mix of the both again. And it, it's fun dropping the ball, and it's just a great game. Check it out. It's super tall. I mean, I barely have room for it height-wise in the Fun Center. But that'll change with our new expansion that's coming soon. And I, I'm sure I'm going to be doing a podcast on our expansion as well so number four big bass wheel by Baytech and look Baytech games is a great company they breathe life into their old games so like I've said before big bass wheel great game for a decade then they gave the 5,000 progressive jackpot and it just looks phenomenal. And then they even went further and made a new LED update kit for it. I believe it's $2,500. Seems a little steep, but man, those games just make money hand over fist. Look, number four, it's worth the $2,500 investment to breathe new life into that game. So very good job, Baytech Games. That's a... <sighs> unexpected update that you did and we appreciate you and your company Baytech Games and your integrity that's awesome that you breathe new life into the old games you're looking out for your your customers and that's amazing number three is the Avengers Pusher by Andamiro now this game is another one that's just it proves my point that People like to get something in their hands. So it's a game that gives you cards. You get a, you, People like collecting those cards and turning them in. They get excited about... They just get excited about collecting the cards and then having something tangible to turn into the kiosk we have and watch the tickets build up. Even though... Even though... I could go and take the same amount of money and play Rick and Morty 
or Flintstones quarry and make probably about 25 to 30% more tickets from those games. People still like having the cards in their hands. So LAI, Eunice, people that are making pushers now with the closed loop system, don't forget that you can make ones that give out some kind of card too or come up with some other kind of collectible that comes out of them. People want to see that. They love having that tangible in their hand. So number two and number one are Willy Wonka. Number two is the Willy Wonka two-player. Number one is the Willy Wonka three-player. Another one where you get a card. It's just... in. Look, I will admit, a lot of it comes from the marketing, internal marketing that I do in the game department itself. I put some custom cards. So our mascot's name is Willy. And so I have letter cards, W-I-L-L-Y. And what I used to do is I'd give a our mascot plush if you got all those cards. But now all I do is those those cards are 1,200 tickets each. And people go nuts for it. And then I do customized for each game a customized mascot card. So for Willy Wonka, I got Willy Willy Wonka. So it's my mascot with the cane and the top hat. For Avengers, I actually have two of them. I have uh, Willy Thanos, where he's got the glove with the, the jewels on it. You know, the power gems or whatever they're called, infinity gems. And then I have Captain Bavaria. So it's Willy in a Captain America suit. Just for our theme in our hotel. We're Bavarian German themed hotel. Then for SpongeBob. We got Willie Squarepants. So it's our mascot flipping a burger, wearing square pants like SpongeBob. And for the Minions game, when we used to have the Minions game, it was One-Eyed Willie. In Wizard of Oz, it was our mascot's wife, Greta. So we had Greta dressed up like Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz. So Dorothy Greta. Every one of these cards, we would only put them out on weekends or high occupancy days. And they're worth 5000 each. I'd put one in each hopper. So if I had a Willy Wonka three-player, there would be one, there would be three, one for each PlayStation. Same thing with the Willy Wonka two-player, one in each hopper. Avengers, one on each side. SpongeBob, one on each side. You get the theory. People go nuts over that. And a lot of times, they don't even turn them in for the 5,000 tickets. They just like to collect them. So, very interesting. And it really makes a difference when you market games. you got to think outside the box. And that's what we did here. So, just as a comparison, in July, Willy Wonka 2-player was the number one. And Willy Wonka 3-player was number two. Avengers was number three, so very close to the same. In July, Big Bass was number four. Gumdrop was number five. Flintstones was number six in July and went down to number eight for August. Then we had Wizard of Oz in the mix and Neon World and Ticket Ring was number ten. So 
August, it it changed a little bit. Taking the Wizard of Oz out about halfway through the month really changed the dynamic. So just to quickly go through it one more time. For August, Willy Wonka 3-player was number one. Number two was Willy Wonka 2-player. Avengers Pusher was number three. Big Bass Wheel number four. Gumdrop five. Rick and Morty six. Ticket Ring seven. Flintstones Quarry eight. Wizard of Oz 9, Whack and Win 10. And then you could look at it on the website for the rest of them. So, very interesting layout. And we'll see what happens for September. Not very far away before we'll have a list for September as well. All right, Tim out. Thank you so much for tuning in to FEC Talk. I really hope you enjoyed our exploration into the exciting world of the amusement and entertainment industry. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast for future episodes and stay up to date on the latest news and innovations in the family entertainment industry. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or you want to share something with the industry that we just got to know about, or you have a new product, new machine, new game, I'd love to hear all about it, and so would the listeners. Contact me at tim at fectalk.com, or you can get a hold of me on Facebook at FEC Operators or Amusement Operators. And then, until next time, keep having fun and creating enjoyable experiences for your guests and your coworkers. This is Tim with FECTalk.com, signing out.